Thanks for joining us for A Moment with Jesus, a 30-minute contemplative devotional moment designed to help you cultivate everyday connection with God. We hope this short half hour will give you some breathing room in your day to connect with Jesus. The devotionals are designed so that you'd only need to bring yourself and your preferred way to listen. But if there's anything else you'd like to gather before we begin, now is the time. Maybe a Bible, a journal, something to write with, or anything else you think might help you connect with Jesus during this time. Let's get started. Today is day five in our Acts series. Take a moment, and if you can, allow the Lord to hold anything you might be carrying, or anything that might feel heavy today. For these next 30 minutes, and allow yourself to be present to this moment. Let us begin together in prayer. Jesus, fix our eyes upon you today. How do you want to speak to us? May you draw us close to you. Refresh our hearts. Refresh our minds. Refresh our souls. Remind us that you make things new and you offer us the sweet gift of new life in you. May our hearts rest with yours. The Book of Acts, Chapter 5 But a man named Ananias, with his wife Sapphira, sold a piece of property and with his wife's knowledge he kept back for himself some of the proceeds and brought only part of it and laid it at the apostles feet but peter said ananias why has satan filled your heart to lie to the holy spirit and to keep back for yourself part of the proceeds of the land. While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, was it not at your disposal? Why is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to man, but to God. When Ananias heard these words, he fell down 
and breathed his last. And great fear came upon all who heard of it. The young men rose and wrapped him up and carried him out and buried him. After an interval of about three hours, his wife came in. Not knowing what had happened, and Peter said to her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, Yes, for so much. But Peter said to her, How is it that you have agreed together to test the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. Immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. When the young men came in, they found her dead, and they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. And great fear came upon the whole church and upon all who heard of these things. Now many signs and wonders were regularly done among the people by the hands of the apostles. And they were all together in Solomon's portico. None of the rest dared join them, but the people held them in high esteem. And more than ever, believers were added to the Lord. Multitudes of both men and women so that they even carried out the sick into the streets and laid them on cots and mats, that as Peter came by, at least his shadow might fall on some of them. So they even carried out the sick into the streets and laid them on cots and mats, that as Peter came by, at least his shadow might fall on some of them. The people also gathered from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those afflicted with unclean spirits, and they were all healed. But the high priest rose up, and all who were with him, that is, the party of the Sadducees, and filled with jealousy, they arrested the apostles and put them in public prison. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out and said, Go and stand in the temple and speak to the people all the word this life. And when they heard this, they entered the temple at daybreak and began to teach. Now when the high priest came and those who were with him, they called together the council, all the senate of the people of Israel, and sent to the prison to have them brought. But when the officers came, they did not find them in the prison. So they returned and reported, We found the prison securely locked, and the guards standing at the doors. But when we opened them, we found no one inside. Now, when the captain of the temple and the chief priests heard these words, they were greatly perplexed about them, wondering 
what this would come to. And someone called and told them, Look, the men whom you put in prison are standing in the temple and teaching people. Then the captain with the officers went and brought them, but not by force, for they were afraid of being stoned by the people. And when they had brought them, they set before them the council, and the high priest questioned them, saying, We strictly charge you not to teach in this name. Yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised Jesus, whom you killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses of these things. So is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. When they heard this, they were enraged and wanted to kill them. But a Pharisee in the council named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law held in honor by all the people, stood up and gave orders to put the men outside for a little while. And he said to them, Men of Israel, take care what you are about to do with these men. For before these days, Theudas rose up claiming to be somebody, and a number of men, about 400, joined him. He was killed, and all who followed him were dispersed and came to nothing. After him, Judas the Galilean rose up in the days of the census and drew away some of the people after him. He too perished and all who followed him were scattered. So in the present case, I tell you, keep away from these men and let them alone. For if this plan or this undertaking is of man, it will fail. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You might even be found opposing God. So they took his advice. And when they had called the apostles in, they beat them and charged them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. Then they left the presence of the council rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for the name. And every day in the temple and from house to house they did not cease teaching and preaching that the Christ is Jesus. Now that we have heard the words of Acts chapter 5. Let us move into a time of reflection. What is standing out for you today? What are you noticing? 
Is there anything confusing or hard to understand? Bring these things to God. Talk with him about it. Ask him questions. And as always in our reading of the scripture, sometimes we might want to seek out a trusted friend, a mentor, a pastor, a Bible app or commentary. We are not lone individuals in our walk with Jesus, but rather we are formed in the community of the family of faith. Whatever might be coming up for you in this chapter, have a conversation with God about it. We continue to reflect the boldness of the apostles is seen over and over again in Acts. They cannot help but speak of Jesus. Reflect on this. Is this true in your life? Perhaps if it isn't, or that hasn't been your experience. Reflect on what is holding you back and take some time, like the apostles, to remember all that Jesus has done.
as we continue to reflect. What do you make of the story about Anais and Sapphira? It's quite a contrast from the picture of sharing and giving we have seen in the previous chapters of Acts. And perhaps a reminder that it is not just our actions that God is after, but, but also our heart posture. Take a few moments to reflect on what the posture of your heart before God is in this season. Now that we have taken some time to reflect, let us move into some intentional prayer. How is this chapter stirring you to pray today? Take some time to pray as you feel led or prompted.
as we continue in prayer. Thus far in Acts, almost every chapter has shown how new people are regularly becoming a part of this community. People are regularly experiencing the goodness of God and coming to know Jesus. Pray for the Spirit to open the hearts and minds of those around you to know Jesus. As we continue to pray, we see that the apostles had a confidence and a resolve about who Jesus is and about what he has done and a deep understanding of what that means for every human. As you think about your own life, pray for the same confidence in Jesus to be true for you and to shape how you live.
as we begin to close, if you feel like there is much more to say to Jesus, I invite you to press pause and continue on. But if you sense that it is time to wrap up and move on into whatever may be next, let us close together in prayer. Jesus, may we know who you are and seek to follow you and live for you with all our heart and mind and soul. May you capture our hearts and align the posture of our hearts with yours. May our lives be an overflow of our connection to you. And may many come to know you in your life-changing love. In Jesus' name, amen.